We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Support for this podcast comes from Wild Turkey Kentucky Straight Bourbon Whiskey. Let's tune in to their one-on-one with Jamal, a real bartender from Old Fourth Ward in Atlanta. I really get into the backstory of whatever I'm pouring. Out of respect. There are literally years of experience behind these bottles. Wild Turkey, same recipe since 1942. If you want a true classic, this is what you want to order. Wild Turkey. Wild Turkey Distilling Company, Lawrenceburg, Kentucky. Copyright 2020, Campari, American, New York, New York. Never compromise, drink responsibly. Right, I, I think that if the, what, once I see the Man City lineup, there's a forward-eligible player that's not Jesus in their front line, I'm probably going to play him. Yeah. But Although, there's no one, I mean, like, once you get past that range, like, you're dead. <laughs> Hello and welcome back to another episode of the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. My name is Andrew Laird, Senior Soccer Editor of Rotowire. Joining us Friday, November 27th by Jordan Cooper to talk about Saturday's Premier League slate. Jordan, does it feel like the extra NFL slate makes us feel like the last soccer slate was like a year and a half ago? Uh, was it last week? I don't even remember. Yes. Was there a Nations League? I, I can I can never remember that. Uh, and and since uh, I spend so much time with the other sports, I don't get a chance to necessarily play Champions League. I mean, I will this Tuesday because uh, in NFL there was an overlay. They, they if you play NFL contests, they always give you tickets. You know, they have contests for like UCL, mm-hmm. and it seems like barely anyone plays them. So like I just like oh there's. There's a, a eight man qualifier to the three thirty three, and it's like five minutes left, and it's like two of eight. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, okay, yeah, give it to me. So, uh, so I will be playing Champions League uh, th- this coming week, but it, it's it's hard. I mean, I I give all the credit in the world to people that play like every sport all the time, multiple sites. It's crazy. It's just, it's just not something that I could do very well. Yeah, I'm I'm like. I'm amazed at how many people play multiple sports, uh, like more than two 
not just like, oh, soccer and football, but play like the soccer Champions League on Wednesday and then college football and Europa League on Thursday and the NFL slate and like all on one site, let alone like multiple sites. It's uh yeah, that's a skill set that is so far beyond me. It doesn't even matter. But uh, I did play Champions League this week, but Premier League uh, is the one that f- feels like it was forever ago. Speaking of Champions League, I believe, I don't know if DraftKings officially announced it, but uh, King of the Pitch is going to be a Champions League slate uh, this season. I believe it's going to be the uh, quarterfinal uh, matchup, which is uh, eight teams left, which is much more fun than presumably, even if we could get like a full uh, 10-game Premier League slate, I feel like that Champions League slate is is definitely more ideal. Oh, oh, oh definitely. I mean, I, I've no... If they were going to make King of the Pitch be one of these three-game split whatevers, I mean, yes, I mean, you can do it. It's just not... It's just an optimal. Are are they going to have a Boxing Day traditional? I, are they are they going to actually play, like, a ton of games on the same day, at least? I assume so. Um... I assume so. That, that, I'm looking forward to that. Like, yeah. can we play Premier Premier League slate with with five or more games on it? Yeah, it's. Yeah. Uh, I think I I don't know if the decision has been made. I saw that some of the December ones have come out, but I don't I don't know if Boxing Day has become official yet. And I mean, they do the same thing with uh, New Year's Day too. They usually have like a big uh, big slate there. So um, just what everybody wants is a con- even further congested schedule when. Uh, when people are going down left and right with muscle injuries because of the congested schedule. So anyway, um, we've got a three-game slate again on Saturday. We've got 10 a.m. Eastern, 12.30 p.m. and 3 p.m. Um, They're ordered in the exact way that I want them to be ordered. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, I, I don't think it actually... I think the only thing that mattered was Man City. Like the other two games, like there is some movement, but I think obviously the Man City lineup is the one that we wanted um, I got all fired up for how cheap Sergio Aguero was. And then it turns out, uh, Pep said today that he probably isn't going to start. Um, Pep has been, is like traditionally known for grinding his players into the ground. So it would have been perfectly acceptable for Aguero to play, even though he's, he just came back from his own injury. But, um, but yeah, the Man City one is at least the one we want because they're home against Burnley. Right. We have these three games. Uh, Man City are currently a minus 600 favorite at home with Burnley. That's a three and a quarter total. And the only reason it's not a higher total is because Man City apparently, you know, are having a problem scoring goals, but they, they likely shouldn't this game. Then you have Everton is a slight favorite. They're plus 105 at the moment at home against Leeds. That total's hovering around three. And then we got the game that you don't want to watch. You have uh, West Brom at home hosting Sheffield United. They're a marginal favorite, plus 160 or so. That total is getting close to two. Uh, there may be peripherals in that game, but maybe not the best of upside. Yeah. Are you are you concerned at all? I mean, with uh, Man City, I mean, they're not really playing all that well, but I, I can't ignore the fact that they're a minus 600 favorite. I mean, like, it, like if, if they were that bad, the market would, they, they, they'd be minus 250 or something, which would still make them the biggest favorite on the slate. But, like, I'm not, I'm, I'm not avoiding Man City players. Um, I, particularly on this slate, am treating them normally. And the reason I am doing that is 
even though they haven't been scoring, um, like they took, they have scored two goals in their last three games. Um, so they didn't score against Tottenham. They had one against Olympiacos in the Champions League this week. And then they uh, scored one in the draw to Liverpool. I'll even go back. I guess Olympiacos is probably a, de- a much better indicator of how they should play against Burnley than they would against Liverpool and Tottenham. Um, they were probably much bigger favorites, but still it's minus 600. They took 20 shots against Olympiacos and created 18 chances. 22 shots and 19 chances against Tottenham, and then 22 and 17 in the reverse fixture against Olympiacos. Um, so, like, they are not scoring goals. This, this is going to sound very weird talking about Man City. They're not scoring goals, but the peripheral points are there. And it's weird to say that because we usually have to play Man City because we're like, oh, they're just going to score all these goals. But, like, the peripheral points are there. A Man City floor game on this slate is probably is still better than every other team that we could be considering. So it's like, if you're not going to play Man City, you're like, oh, then I guess I'll just like stack Everton. But like, Everton's going to have to be full ceiling game and you're, you just don't play guys like that, at least in cash games. Like you don't play that way. So I think you're you're playing Man City, even if they were expected to score five goals, you're going to play them the same as if, uh, you know, they're, they're going to have a dominant one nothing win. I don't think it changes anything. Especially when the prices on these Man City guys have come get, have come down, way down. Yeah, I mean that normally we'd see these slates where where De Bruyne would be twelve thousand and all the forwards would be nine thousand. Uh, we don't, but I mean you have to admit that the probably the best game on the slate is Everton Leeds. Yeah, like if I would pick a game that's going to end like five to four, <laughs> it's probably going to be that game. Like the Man City game, it it's either going to be one nothing or it's going to be Man City like pummeling them and in the West Bram Sheffield game if you told me that game was negative one to negative one <laughs> like I'm not going to be I'm not going to be shocked yeah so I think for GPPs I think the the more appealing options are in the Everton Leeds game because there's a lot of them yeah like that there's a there's like you could go so many different ways with their players on both sides of the ball and try to grab goals and assists I mean if it does score high rather than like play a Burnley player or 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 stack uh, the West Brom Sheffield game, so I mean cash is a different story. I think there are clearer cash options yeah. that you could play. But I mean, if you told me you were playing an Everton Leeds player in GPP and it, it's not someone I'd play in cash games, I don't. I'm, I wouldn't call you nuts. Yeah, totally. Um, yeah, like I. Um... While I was writing, it's like Dominic Calvert-Lewin, it's weird to see him as the most expensive player or forward on the slate. He's $200 cheaper than De Bruyne. Like Calvert-Lewin as the most expensive forward on a slate that has Man City at home against Burnley seems wild. Um, but like, but you're Richard- not playing him in cash. I mean, come no, on, no, no, no. really? No, no, you're definitely not. And I kind of I made that point um, that like he has the second highest anytime goal score odds on the slate, like uh, Jesus and Aguero are ahead of him, but... I don't think both of them start. So, um, but so, you, but you're not, they're not high enough where you're like, oh, I, I'll play. I mean, this isn't like Ronaldo or Lewandowski in the Champions League. Um, and so, but I think not many people are going to play him because if you see that you can get Richarlison for $1,600 less, like you have to imagine more people go that way, right? Yeah, but I mean, it's still GPP on a three game slate. So, yeah. I mean, Calvin Lewin's going to be owned. Yeah. But I mean, the, 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 I mean, burying the lead, I mean, the highest. 
own player that's going to be up here is Hamas. I mean, yeah. At ninety three hundred, Lucas Dean is out for what two months at yeah. least. Uh, I mean, they if Sigurdsson doesn't start, I mean, like, like Ham is actually the way that they're playing now in this three four three formation allows Hamas to play basically just offensively. He doesn't yeah. really have to track back much anymore. So on top of being on, I, I mean, a majority if not a monopoly of Everton set pieces as well as playing in the front three. Like at ninety three hundred, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't think there's a safer floor on the entire slate. I totally agree with you. Um, I think yeah, he'll be the the most popular in cash. Like I thought, the only way that he, and it probably didn't even push Hamez's ownership down, but like the only way that you don't go there is if Aguero had started, because Aguero at sixty one hundred is is comically low. Um, but even but still then, most likely you'd be pairing Aguero that's, with Hamas. Right, that's what I was going to say. So yeah, I think Hamas, everyone, I think Hamas was going to be popular even with Dina. But the fact that Dina is out, just like if Sigurdsson plays, it probably hurts him a little bit, but I don't think it actually pushes anyone off of Hamas. Right. I mean, this forward pool, this slate, I find to be incredibly condensed. Yes. There, are, there aren't many options. I mean, if you want to try for a cheap goal down low somewhere, I mean, I guess. But, I mean, I think you're playing Hamas, and I think you're playing whoever starts in the front line of Man City that isn't Gabriel Jesus. Yep. So you're looking at Mahrez or Sterling. So, I mean, you're most likely going to do that. You're not going to play uh, Dwight McNeil as a huge underdog at 7,300. I mean, Bamford is way too goal-dependent. You're not going to play him. I mean, Jesus you could get away with. If you if you showed me a Jesus lineup, you know, if they, they start like Ferran Torres and they start like midfield-eligible players— in the front line where you may not want to uh, occupy two spots. I mean, even if Bernardo starts like he's forward eligible. Okay. I get it. Uh, the only other guy that I would consider the only, well, I guess two, I guess that I would consider are the leads guys. But the problem being is that you're not going to know who starts. Cause like I, I, I like Rafinha. Yeah. But I mean, it could be Rodrigo that starts. I mean, Helgeter Costa could be there. None of them could start. I mean, it could be, I mean, who knows what their lineup's going to be. And they're the second game. So if I see like Mahrez or Sterling in the in the first game, I think I'm, I mean, I, they're, they're probably with that, with that being a minus 600 favorite, just, uh, just on the goal odds alone, they're probably better plays than the, than the Leeds players anyway. Yeah. So, I mean, but if you were if you were to build the lineup that fades Hamez and plays one of the like mid range guys, the problem with this slate is that other than De Bruyne, there's really no midfielder to pay up for. I mean, all the way up for right. So I don't I don't think that I don't I don't think that construction goes. But but I would but I mean if we see Ferran Torres if we see Phil Foden if they start playing like like and they play with like. Fernandinho and and Gundogan, like all these midfield only eligible yeah. players. I'm not I'm not saying they will. I'm assuming one of Mares or Sterling is going to be in the lineup. I just I mean like just chances are 95 percent of the time you're going to get one of them at minimum. Yep. But we could possibly see that's why I like it being the first game that you see Foden playing up top. You play you see a front three of Foden, Jesus, Torres. Torres. And then De Bruyne, Gundogan, and and Rodri, Rodri yep. right? And then then you look and you go, there's only one forward eligible Man City player in their lineup, 
And I think that would lead people, a lot more people to Jesus. Yes. To fill the forward spot. But in, but for your lineup construction, uh, it may be better to just wait and play one of the Leeds guys. Yeah, I mean, you could always... Um, like, you're you're probably playing multiple guys from that game anyway. Not not that you're going to want to, like, get off of James because you didn't uh, save enough. But, like, I think you could build enough for the with the Leeds guys that um, you could probably start with Rafinha since he's the most expensive non Bamford option. Um, and then just kind of play around from there. Right. But I mean, I don't, I don't, I'm not, I'm not even sure that's optimal. So I mean, Agreed. right. I, I think that if what, once I see the man city lineup, there's a forward eligible player. That's not Jesus in their front line. I'm probably going to play him. Yeah. But Although, there's no one else. I mean, like once you get past that range, like you're dead. <laughs> like in, I mean, not in, in, you're dead in cash games, but I mean, you want to take one of the West Brom or Sheffield guys for a cheap goal in GPP. I mean, I don't think you're nuts. It's just that, it's just that the mid midfield on this slate sucks, for the most part. Other than De Bruyne, like you're probably playing more. You're more likely to be playing in GPP forward eligible guys that also have midfield eligibility. Then play right. midfield only guys. Like you're playing, you're playing three forward eligible guys. You're yes. playing Charleston in a midfield spot, or you're playing uh, uh, Rodrigo in a midfield spot. You're, I mean, even Callum Robinson is midfield eligible. You could play him there if you want. So I, I, I mean, and then outside of that, you get no one that's starting. I mean, you just got a lot of just people that you're not going to see. Yep. I, I think you're not giving Jack Harrison enough credit. Well, Jack Harrison isn't forward eligible. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought you moved on. I thought we were moving. To okay. Finish. We want to move on. Okay. Sorry, yeah. Then I guess I'm not giving Jack Harrison enough credit. It's 7,900. Right. Let, let, let's, I mean, we've we got, we're seven, he's 7,900. Let's, let's, let's get it out of the way. We don't have to talk about it. Kevin De Bruyne, 10, two, you plug him in. You forget uh, to me. I, I view this as KDB. Right. Right. In, in cash games, you just like plug in KDB, you cl- plug in Hamas and you figure it out from mm-hmm. there. Like at that point, you're just figuring it out, and the pricing is soft enough on the slate that you're fitting both of them in. Like yep. you, 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 you can absolutely. This isn't like a one of those Bruno KDB slates, right. and you have multiple guys that are 10k that you can't fit in. Uh, Jack Harrison is, I mean, okay. I think he, I think he's at best efficiently priced. Yeah. What, what's going on with the Leeds set pieces now that Calvin Phillips is back? Like. Does it matter? Like, do do let do lead set pieces even 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 matter? I mean, even if Phil either either Phillips takes the most of them, or they split them up enough that like, great. Like, does why do I care? Well, shouldn't you care about set pieces in the game that might be the highest scoring one on the slate? Sure, but I'm oh, then we could talk about Calvin Phillips. Sure, okay, that's fine. But he's also a defensive midfielder. So yeah, I think play. Klitsch. I think Klitsch is actually the one that you go to. Okay, but I mean, what they they could all be in. Yeah, I mean, they were last game, and Klitsch and Phillips split. Okay, like I think Klitsch at least gets a split when he's in, uh, and if he's not in, that's when Harrison starts to get some opportunities. Right. And I think so you take. Look, but that's why I look at Harrison for cash games going. Why do I need to pay seventy nine hundred for him? It's like GPP. Sure, have fun. Go all you want. But I, I I look at this and and in this range, to me, what's going on with the West Brom situation? I mean, we saw Connor Gallagher take two corner kicks last game. Is that going to continue? 
Because um, Pereira was in for 90 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I I do not anticipate Gallagher having a set-piece monopoly for West Brom. Okay. But, but that's you... not really the question. The question is, does does Pereira get enough? Right, right. That, because, that's, because the problem with Pereira, I mean, the, the upside of Pereira is that if he's going to be a monopoly West Brom set-piece taker for 6,900, and he's in attacking position, so he yeah. has open play value, like, I, like, that's fine. But, I mean, the upside in that game is limited because we don't expect there to be much scoring. So, like, the peripherals are there. But is he worth 6,900? Like, would you rather play Pereira or Cleach? Right. With, like, with the split of set pieces or whatever in a much better game? I think you take the split. Oh, so you'd rather play Klitsch over Pereira? I think so. Okay, but you wouldn't be nuts if you played Mateus Pereira. Nope, I mean, not at all. And also it could turn out, hey, he could turn out he doesn't even start. I mean, he was injured, so I understand why he wasn't in a couple of games. Yeah. But, but you know, I mean, the late game. Because if you play him in the late game, he doesn't play. He's just, you're just leaving money on the table at that point. I think, I think most likely on this slate, most likely you're playing three defenders uh, in cash games. I mean, you don't have to, but I think you're more likely to. Hmm. Or you you don't agree with me there? I think I didn't I didn't have a three defender build. Oh, okay, okay. Like we'll I, go. okay. Now I, we're gonna get it. We're gonna go down into the midfield cheapies, and we're gonna see. Uh, we're gonna start comparing midfielders to defenders now. Okay, we'll get there. That's fair. Uh, uh, obviously, you can play Calvin Phillips if, if you want. He's the Ashley Westwood of of Leeds. He's the. Uh, He's he's the he's the type of guy that I play too much of and lose. So like uh, in the past, at least. So like his his open play value is limited as a deep lying midfielder. But if you if if he just wakes up with a monopoly of set pieces for leads, sixty four hundred. I, I think he's priced for that. Yes. He's not priced for a split. He's priced for if he had them all, he should be sixty four hundred. Which kind of applies to Klitsch also is the problem. Yeah, but Klitsch at least gets some uh, uh, more peripherals because yeah. he plays hot on the, on, the, on the pitch. Theoretically, yes. Right. What's going on with Sheffield set pieces? Is is it, I mean, I mean I've mean, i seen some games where Lundstrom takes some. I've seen Fleck take them over Norwood. Uh, does it matter? Sure, why not? Against Westbrook? Okay. I think Fleck... At 5,500, Fleck was out for a long time with an injury. Um, but I think Fleck at 5,500 is priced as if he has a split of set pieces, which is more likely than a monopoly. But like we have the West Brom guys pr- likely to have a split, but priced as if they have monopolies. And Fleck is priced as if it's a split. And I mean, he could have all of them, I guess. Right. But I mean, he still does enough in open play. Yeah. I think 5,500 is a very, like, I think he's actually underpriced. Um, but I think if you're considering any of these guys, and obviously we'll know he'll start, so we don't have to go, go too much into it. But like, if Ferran Torres starts in the front three for Man City at 5,800, why am I taking Sheffield United's partial set pieces instead? Right. No, you're absolutely right. That's why the Man City lineup matters so much. And I don't mind playing Torres. Even if I'm playing Sterling or Mahrez, also, I yeah. mean, like, I, don't, I, they're they're a minus six hundred favorite with the the highest total on the slate. Like, I'm just, just load up, you yeah. know. Just if they're in, I mean, he's much different than someone like Foden, who's seventy five hundred. Exactly. 
Like Foden, I mean, the difference in uh, in what seventeen hundred? Like I'm I'm gonna need more goal. I'm gonna need probably need a goal out of him or an assist out of him. But Torres, if he if he gave me nine points for fifty eight hundred, like I'm not I'm fine. Good, give it to me. Yeah, like he is just as uh, he's probably more likely to hit nine than like Fleck or Phillips. Well, maybe not as more likely, but he's in that range certainly. And he has significantly higher upside. Right. Obviously, you have like Diangana on the kind of semi winger for West Brom. I think like the like what do you get out of that? I right. mean, like, like I mean, yes, he peripherals, right? Six and a half points. Thank you. I mean, like I, I mean, yes, he, I obviously show up with a goal and an assist, but I mean that's the lowest scoring game on the slate. Right. So a I mean, amount. right. So cheapy guys. Is the only, is the only, I, I know I know I, I was I was hoping he would be forward eligible. Uh, not hoping. I mean, just give him a little bit more options. Uh, Seamus Coleman is is injured. Uh, I mean, he could play, but I mean, most likely. I mean, I, from yeah, I what I've playing. seen, right? He's doubtful. Uh, they've been playing Alex Awobi as a as a wing back. He's thirty four hundred in midfield eligible. He put in five crosses, so I mean, he, he does something. Like, yeah. if he really needed a punt midfielder, what's wrong with taking the home favorite in the in a game that's expected to score a bunch of goals? So the they have been playing Uwobi as a wingback is really they played him once there, and it happened to be last week. Um, I think, but if he's in, okay, let then screw screw well, the wingback. What happens if he just happens just to be in? I I, I think that's fine. Um, obviously it's not the first game of the slate. Um, I think we're more likely to see like John Joe Kenny and Ben got like, I think they're going to play actual defenders just in a back four. Like last week they played a three, four, three, I think for the first time all season, Iwobi was part of that, but like, I don't, I don't see it. If he's there, then that's fine. Um, the only like, so the, the guys I mentioned who would potentially play at left wing back are defenders and they're in the same price, price range anyway. So you're not like changing that much if a Wobie does start because you're not using all of your midfield spots in the first game. I guess you might be if you have Torres and KDB and then you, get, you have your uh, utility and there goes your three defender build. But um, I think Iwobi's fine at that price. Okay. okay. If I could get you to say he's fine to a Wolby, that means, okay, that's not bad. Yes. That's a weird price. But is there anyone else down here? I mean, other than just you, you, you shut, you're just punting somewhere and hoping to get lucky? Uh, I mean, you're obviously not paying 4700 for Ashley Westwood, but I'm surprised you didn't consider 4300 for Norwood. I mean, you have to consider it, I guess. I mean... I meant like you. <laughs> me personally. No, I've been saying I like def- I, I prefer defenders in that right? I pre- okay. I think there are more defenders on this slate in this four to five K range that had that at least get, have some clean sheet equity and get forward that do I need to fill my flex spot with a midfielder within this range? That's why I take a look at a I take a look at Norwood. I take a look at the defensive midfield Gundawan. If he's in like all these guys, like, eh, like, like I'd, I'd rather play, I'd rather play the, the, the fullbacks. In, in some of these games rather than the defensive midfielders. Do you think Gundawan's like 85% if De Bruyne doesn't start? 
Oh yeah, well, most definitely. But I mean, De, De Bruyne is going to start, yeah. so you know, I mean, but if yes, if you do, if you, De Bruyne doesn't start and and Gundogan's at thirty eight hundred, you're going to have a it, and Mares isn't in either, right? Right? Then you're like, okay, then he's going to be the 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 ninety eight percent owned player in cash games. Disgusting. Ugh, I hate playing him. Um, uh, defenders. Okay, there's a lot to talk about at defender. I think. Okay. Okay, you seem very skeptical. Uh, I'm excited to find out all of these great plays. Oh, they're no, they're not great. They're just all about the same. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, great. Can't play these guys, and they're probably still better than the midfield range. So I, okay, I I okay, I I agree. I don't even know who you're going to talk about, but I agree <laughs> that the the midfielders in the range, um, the uh, defenders in the range of salary that we're talking about are better than the midfielders. But I also consider both of them dead zones. Okay, but you're gonna be, but you're probably still going to be playing two of them. I think you're playing two of them. That's why I was okay. like surprised so that you were like a three yeah, defender. Two of a lot of people, so we got to tell the people who to look for. I All mean, right. come on. All right, I mean, say it's not one of these slates where it's like lock and Lucas Dean and and punt it somewhere and then you're done. I mean, like it's not it's not going to be like that. Yeah. So, uh, weirdly enough, the worst options are the Man City fullbacks. To me, Cancelo and Zinchenko, and whoever and whoever starts, Kyle Walker. I mean, it's it's not whoever starts because Benjamin Mendy's thirty eight hundred. Yeah, how many times has Benjamin Mendy had negative two points? So I mean, like that isn't a lock and load, but yes, he had I he had eight crosses. That. I mean, he he played earlier this week, which is why I don't think he starts. But he had eight crosses against Olympiacos. Okay, well I haven't gone down there. I'm talking about the the top of the right. top. You section. said you said Man City, and so I had to. Okay, well, the Man City guys that are priced. Yes, these guys are ridiculous. Yes. Okay. Uh, you got the Leeds guys. I think all the Leeds guys are in play. Alioski, A. Eiling. Stuart Dallas is somehow still listed as a defender, even though he plays as a central midfielder uh, and is active. So Stuart Dallas at 5,500, like any of them, like pick pick whichever one you want, and I'm fine with. Like, I'd rather play the Leeds defenders over the West Brom ones. But the West Brom, like Furlong and Townsend, like, they're not bad. I mean, the West Brom crosses a ton. So, like, I think they're efficiently priced. If you're in that range and you want to plug someone in for a median, I think that's perfectly fine. I think Baldock, you don't have to go there at 5,100 uh, for Sheffield. Yeah. But, I mean, the more interesting players are the ones that are cheaper. Yes. So, like, you got Max Low, because Enda Stevens is 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 gonna, is doubtful. He's not going to play. Yep. So Max Low's still there. He's not like twenty five hundred cheap, but still thirty eight hundred playing as a wing back for Sheffield against. I mean, West Brom and Sheffield has, haven't won the game this season. So these are two bad teams. Yeah. yeah. So to me, away home, it, it doesn't matter. This is an even game. Uh, and then you got John Joe Kenny. If he starts at thirty four hundred, like to me, like that's the defender that, like, I'm going to plug in John Joe Kenny. And then I'm going to choose someone. I mean, I'm looking at like Kenny Lowe. And then I'm playing one of those. Then it's like Dallas, Eiling, Furlong, Townsend, Alias. I mean, just one of those guys in my flex rather than like a $4,800 midfield. Like I don't have to play Awobi. I don't have to play Norwood. I don't have to play any of those guys. But there's one more guy that I want to uh, mention just in case. This is the just in case one. Okay. In case they don't play a Wobie as a wingback and they still kind of want to play 
some type of regular fullback. We have Nkanku, uh, 2,500. He's a young kid. Uh, he played a little the game before, I guess. Uh, or, you know, he came in due to the injury. Yeah. And he's 2,500. So, but you're not going to know. The problem is you're not going to know this with the first game. So, I mean, but I, I just, I just think in the first game, most likely, in the most likely, you'll have, you'll just going to fill a forward and a midfield slot anyway. So like for cash games, at least, like I wouldn't necessarily plug him in to start because I, I, I think the chances of him starting are probably under 50%. He started the last, like his, the game that he played, he started. So maybe they start him again, but the fact that, but also understand that the fact that they they tried a Wobi at a wing back position doesn't bode well. Doesn't with bode how well, yeah. Confident uh, they are with Nkunku. Um, uh, yeah. So yeah. the other possibility is Ben Godfrey, who is a center back, playing as the right back, and Kenny playing as a left back, which right. is his opposite side, which seems silly to me if you have Nkunku here to play left back since he's actually left back. Um, but yeah, I don't think that's, uh, like, I think the fact that that's the second game is fine. Like, I don't think you're too, you're taking too many spots up with Man City that that's going to throw you off. So it, it, I think if the and games mo- were... And most, likely, and most likely, if you're going up and down, you're going up and down with players from Everton, Leeds, West exactly. Brom, Field. Exactly. Like, the type of thing where... where uh, you look and you're like, okay, I'm gonna plug in Kenny and Low, and it's like Nkunku becomes available, and now instead of playing, uh, instead of playing Stuart Dallas or John Fleck, you're playing Mateus Pereira. Yeah, because you now are able to go up, or you know, you're doing something, or, or to Klitsch, or to Harrison, or to you know, you're doing something like that, or you're switching stuff around, or you're going up a goalkeeper. You're going, okay, I'm gonna switch. I'm gonna switch. Uh, uh, I, you're not really going that much. You're switching Meslier to to Pickford or something. I mean, which doesn't matter that much, but I mean, you could do it. Uh, but I'm 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 going. I'm building to start as if as if he's not playing. I, I I'm just going to assume that they're not going to have Nkunku start because I'd rather I'd rather figure out how to get him in rather than how to figure out how to get him out. Right. 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 That's right. a, and even if you even if he's in, it's not like it's a smash play. It's not like oh no, you got to get him in because yeah. maybe you, you don't have to. So like if you like your lineup, that's perfectly fine. But you're gonna get a, a, a when we get these fullbacks at minimum price for favored home teams in high total games. Like if we got all three games at the same time, then obviously you could just build as you would. Yeah. But I mean, I I just don't think it's 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 a war. I mean, if you wanted to play him over low, that's perfectly fine. Also, I mean. Like none of these defenders are good. Like you gotta jam them in or anything, even Kenny or something. But they're obviously gonna project better for their salary because Kenny probably should be a thousand more expensive. Yes. Right? I mean, like Lowe should probably be a thousand more expensive. Like the the other guys are about efficient. You're mm-hmm. getting okay, but you get a nice floor with them. They're better than playing center backs. Yeah. Or underdog, you know fullbacks which you're probably not going to do uh but but outside of that i mean do you see anything else at defender that other than what i mean i'm you, you made fun of me for like oh all these guides you're going to mention but 
Like you have to agree that the guys that I mentioned are all viable. If they were if they were the last spot into your cash lineup and you have Con- Connor Townsend there, you're not going to look at someone in a head to head and go they're stupid. True, true. I'll give you that. So you think uh, the defend the upper tier defenders, meaning not like the Cancelo, but the the Leeds ones, are better than Fleck? They're similar, similar enough. Okay. Right, and also you're not going to know, and also the flex in the in the, the the third game. Yes, that's true. So it's the type of thing that if flex, for some reason flex is isn't in, now you're sitting there going, well, I guess I'm playing furlong, right? right? And I'm like, and that's okay, and it, that's and that that isn't the end of the world even. So, but I mean, like I'd rather I'd rather see who's available to me in the Everton and Leeds game, and go, well, do I play Fleck or do I play Ailing? It's like, why don't I just play? I mean, why not? Why not? I mean, one Dallas, Ailing, Elioski. I mean, I think they they all have six to eight point floors, and obviously upside for more than that. They're active. Right. Did we expect this? We don't expect Everton to shut them out or anything. That this game should be quite open. Mm-hmm. So I think that there's. I think the Everton Leeds game is the one that with the most amount of peripheral points available, possibly the most amount of points available. Right. Just from goals, assists, chances created, that if I'm going to side with something, like, why don't I just, instead of waiting for Fleck, like, why don't I just take Stuart Dallas, right, 5,500? Yeah, I get that. I get that. Uh, Is it an Ederson slate? I don't think you you have the money to pay up. It depends. You can. Would you play— you never it, want to play him. If it's a low, like if the Man City game is one nothing again, because that's what, all they seem to play at this point, or one well one one kills it, but one nothing. Um, does Ederson make up for the potential goal you don't get? Like, do you not yeah, play Jesus? Past games, you're not playing. You're not. You're not fading a goal. I don't expect Jesus to be popular enough where, like, I need to play Ederson. I think. The, I think the popular goalkeeper on the slate is going to be Ramsdale. Yeah. I mean, he's the cheap. I mean, the cheap guy in the in the low scoring game. Right, right. You play one of the two. Right, John Stone is forty eight hundred. Ramsdale's forty six hundred. It allows you to get at pretty much whoever you want to play. I mean, the, the a, a cash construction. I think Ederson uh, curtails some of that. Like, yeah, if you want to play a Wobie in a midfield spot, if he plays, yeah, yes, you're playing Ederson. If you're playing uh, uh, Norwood instead of Fleck or something, like, yeah, then maybe you have maybe you have the money for Ederson. Right, if you're if you're playing uh, Sterling instead of Mares, you're saving a little bit of money, and then you could get you could save a little on defense. You're playing Kenny and Max Lowe, and then you could get Ederson. Like those would be the considerations in your in your lineup. Uh, but but I think the least rostered game is going to be the late game. So like, and you're not going to know who's going to be the more popular goalkeeper. So like, it could be the type of thing where heading into the late game. If you're behind, like correlate, I think I think that because uh, not not as many people do it. I guess more in soccer because now a lot of people that play soccer are used to it now on these Saturday slates. That late swap is a tool. I think if you're down uh, and you have two spots left, like let's say you played Fleck and Johnstone. If you're down, change Johnstone to to Ramsdale right. to correlate that. Like if you're down, you want you need something to happen. You don't want Fleck to score and then also take points off your goalkeeper. Like in 
no, if this was if this was three games at the same time, you could do that. That's perfectly fine. It's just that now you know you're eight points behind the cash line, and it's like no, you're gonna need you want a win and a clean sheet out of your goalkeeper as well as your other player to score a goal to be to score they the both, winner. Right, both can't happen at the same can't happen at the same time. So if you end up in that position, uh, correlating them would be better. And if you're up, negatively correlating them would be better. Right. To make sure you get one or the other or something right. like that, because the likelihood of you being able to obviously going down through head to head matchups, you may be able to figure out if someone played Johnstone or someone played Ramsdale and then you can block. But I'm saying for like double ups where you where there's no clear goalkeeper chalk or anything like you're not going to be able to tell if you only have one of these goalkeepers as the last spot in your lineup for the late game and you're behind or ahead. Like, how would you know who's going to be? more? I mean, like, yeah. Like, Play whoever you want at that point. If you want to go down from Johnstone to Ramsdale and say, okay, I'm going to, okay, that it's not going to make that much of a difference. Mm-hmm. This only comes into, like, if you have low in your roster, like, let's say you're playing low and you're playing uh, Johnstone, like, no, you switch to Ramsdale because yeah. you want the double clean sheet bonus to make, to make up the points. And then if you're ahead, maybe you actually want to go, to, maybe you want to switch. And then, hey, if you're really way behind, now you're starting to take center backs. Sure. Like and but you also pay, take the center back with the goalkeeper. Yeah. So you want the weird center back goal off the set piece as well as the win and the clean sheet. I mean, we don't talk about late swap that much. I mean, we talk about that's why we like certain games to come the lineups to come out before one another because it's like okay, you're gonna have to plan for this ahead. Right. But now we're kind of not talking about oh, you need to plan for West Brom and Sheffield it's like, <laughs> you don't plan for a garbage game. Yeah. Like, but you need to be aware cognizant after this Everton Leeds game of where you stand in cash games as well as in GPPs. If you're too far behind in GPPs, you're like, you're not going to win it, but maybe preserve some min cash equity. Yep. And just like if you're ahead, if you're winning a GP in first place and you got one slot left, like look to block as much as possible. We don't talk about that much here, but I see, I see a scenario where, where people will have two spots going into the late game and it's most likely going to be either a defender goalkeeper or a flex goalkeeper. Yep. Yep. I see that. Do you ever have the situation where you're winning head to heads and you have goalie left and your opponent has nobody and you take the backup keeper? Yeah, I've done that before. How often does that happen? Like 0.1% of the time? Like never. No, not, it yeah. doesn't happen at all. It doesn't. <laughs> Right, because a lot of times, a lot of times in the head head lobby, I mean, it's it's barren. Yeah, like I, I, it's not like I play them. I put up head to heads, and then uh, five minutes before, I see that like eighty percent aren't even filled. So it's like it doesn't take me long to go through my my head to heads to see what's up. But but also, it's rare to have that situation where the other player has zero PMR. Right, like there's there's someone there, there's something there, and we're within three points or five points or something. Where I still want the possibility of goalkeeper sure. points right but it's very rare that yeah but no i've done it before where zero pmr i have the goalkeeper we so i've i've done that on on those slates where it's four games at 10 and then the one late game like when they did those slates yeah and then you know i'll take the goalkeeper from the late game and no one else and then someone's like stacked the early games and you know i'm up by i'm up by seven points or whatever and then i just go i take my goalkeeper and i go all the way down let me find the guy at 3500 that is the fourth goalkeeper? I mean, someone that has no chance of no playing. chance of playing, yeah, right. And then mm-hmm. just like because because you're guaranteed to win, like you're just you, 
I know. Oh, you're up by seven points. It's like, dude, dude, talk to Andrew. He's had goalkeepers that had like negative 16. Like it could happen. You can't. I don't think I've ever gotten a goalkeeper that negative. Um, I don't know if I've had double digit negatives. I mean, I probably have, but like. No, I think I think in like a World Cup qualifier, I think you had like a negative fourteen. There was like a game where like it's eight nothing. Yeah, no saves. Guy, no saves, right? Yeah, I would roster the Gibraltar goalkeeper. That is something I would do. Oh, he's going to see a lot of shots. Yeah, yeah, he's not- <laughs> yeah, he saw all of them go right past him into the goal. <laughs> Uh, anybody has any follow for Jordan you can find him on Twitter at Blenderhead it's BlenderHD I'm at Rotowire Andrew you can also find Jordan's uh, masterclass Theory of DFS at TheoryofDFS.com it's a Black Friday sale oh Black Friday sale how, how yeah about... usually use the promo code Black Friday for $10 off just today just Black Friday I'm not one of these retailers where Black Friday starts November 12th and ends December 20th <laughs> It's it's one day. One day. And, and, and I don't get that much of a discount because I think the course has value. So I'm not going to just say, well, why don't you just wait for a sale for it to be half off? But if you want $10 off on the Theory of Daily Fantasy Sports, theoryofdfs.com, use the promo code Black Friday. There you go. All right. Um, if you are interested in getting a Rotowire subscription, you can just go to rotowire.com slash subscribe. Uh, we also are offering 10 free days to the site. You can just go to rotowire.com slash soccer trial. Jordan, thank you for all of that and good luck this weekend. Thank you for listening to the Rotowire Fantasy Soccer Podcast. For more great content, visit rotowire.com slash soccer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done.